What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Devin, and I'm back with another episode of I Stopped Drinking So I Started a Podcast. You know, I recently became aware of a story about a young man named Marcus Stokes out of Florida. Marcus was a four-star recruit committed to play football at the University of Florida until footage surfaced of Marcus singing a rap song in his car. Now, Marcus is white, so I think we all know where this is going. Marcus was on film singing a rap song with the lyrics, quote unquote, welcome back, nigga. The university was made aware of this this footage and they immediately rescinded his offer. Marcus took this on the chin. He didn't fight it. He immediately released a statement saying that he understood the university's decision and that he would explore his other options. Now, this is where it gets interesting. One of Marcus's options was Albany State University. Now, for those unaware of Albany State University, Albany State University is a historically black college and university. Now, some people don't give a shit. They couldn't care less. Other people have a bad opinion of this. They think that uh, this makes us look weak. This makes us look too forgiving. Um, but I also think that there are some, some factors here that need to be taken into consideration. Context matters. Context always matters. And in this context, you have a young man who's in his car singing a rap song. Now, if you don't want other people of other ethnicities saying the word nigger, then you need to take it out of the music. I would venture to guess that despite the fact that there have been artists in hip hop history who have not used the word nigga in their music, the vast, overwhelming vast majority of all rappers use that word in their lyrics. I would venture to guess that the majority of R&B songs use that word as well. So we have to be honest here. Hip hop is probably the most popular genre of music on the planet by far. It's not even close. So when you have a, a, a genre of music that's so popular, that's so widespread, that's that's listened to on every corner of the globe, you have to expect that sooner or later people are going to use that word. Now, you look at the. The various concerts around the country, around the world. Those concerts are 90% white, depending on the country. In America, they're probably 90% white. In Europe, they're 90% white. You look at the huge festivals that they have in the UK and in mainland Europe. You look at the huge festivals, the, the Coachellas, the Bonnaroos that they have here in the States. You think those people are not saying... Nigga, when their favorite artist is on stage rapping their favorite song, you'd be a fucking fool to think otherwise. The problem with the word nigga is that we've lied to ourselves. What we've done is we've said that we took the power out of it. We've rebranded it. We've created this silver lining. To where we've taken a word that we claim to be so hateful, so dangerous. And we've turned it into 
a, 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 a term of endearment. It's not a term of endearment. It was a word created to put black people down. It was a word created to demean black people. And for you to say, oh, we took the power out of that word. And it doesn't mean you're an ignorant son of a bitch incapable of achieving anything. It means that you're my homie. It means that you're my friend. And in some cases, it means that you're my adversary. That's complete and utter bullshit. Like just me sitting here saying it and, and listening to it back. It's fucking bullshit. And you know what? I can't act holier than thou. I can't get up on my soapbox beating my chest because I use the word. I've used the word for probably most of my life. But I also don't see a problem with certain people using the word in certain contexts. When it's said by a person who isn't black, does it make me feel a certain way? Yeah. But I rarely, if ever, hear the, the, that word being used in a direct sense, being used as a direct attack. It's usually a white person in a car or an Asian person in a car or a Latino person in a car. And they're singing a lyric written by a black person for black consumption. And hip hop culture is so widespread. I mean, there are places in, in Japan, enclaves in Japan. Where where hip hop fashion is celebrated, hip hop music is celebrated. There's places in Europe, they have they have UK drill, they have French drill, they even have Ghanaian drill and Nigerian drill. So this music has reached every corner of the globe. So if you want people to stop talking like that, then you need. To stop talking like that. Because what you're doing is creating an example. Now, a lot of these people, they don't have a lot of exposure to black American people. And what you're offering them is nigga shit. What you're offering them is that word. What you're offering them is that image. Because it's not just a word. It conveys an image. Because you know you want to know something interesting? And when you really think about it, I've heard people call themselves a real nigga. I've heard other people call other people a real nigga. But it was never assigned to anything positive. It was never assigned to anything productive. I've never heard a good man, a good black man, call himself a real nigga. Much like I've never heard a, a, a good woman call herself a bad bitch. People with respect for themselves don't talk like that. And I've been checked by, by OGs, older brothers. Bro, don't use that word. You are not that word. And I ignore them. Don't call him that. He's not that word. Be because at the end of the day, we speak life into our existence. Our thoughts become words. Our words become actions. And when you start throwing that word around, you start throwing around everything that comes with it. 
if if you would get mad and a person from another ethnic group calling you that word, you should be even more mad at someone from your own ethnic group calling you that word. Because we want to talk about people don't understand our history. We want to talk about our history not being taught in schools. But you know what? We had the encyclopedias in my house. We didn't have the jet magazines. We had the jet books. We had the ebony books in my home. So we could read through the history. And so you know where you come from. You know the history that we've experienced. So why would you continue to use that word against yourself? Why would you continue to defeat yourself? Why would you continue to de demean and disrespect yourself? Why would you continue to call yourself unworthy and unintelligent and unproductive? Because that's what you're doing. That's, that's where we are. And people in my parents' generation use that word. People in my, my grandparents' generation use that word. People in my great-grandparents' generation use that word. But there was a level of conditioning to that. That was over 100 years ago. So you can just imagine what they were coming out of and what type of vernacular that they were using and what type of tone they were using. But it's 2023. We have the ability to look back on all that shit and change our trajectory. We are stuck. We have to look at our past and use our past to dictate our future. And our future should be one without that word. Because it's like anything. When you start to change your behavior, people around you adjust to it. When you... When you change your habits, you stop smoking. People you used to go take smoke breaks with, they, they eventually stop asking you if you want to go outside because they know you don't smoke anymore. You stop drinking. Your bar buddies, they stop coming around because they know you don't want to drink anymore. You stop doing whatever. Whatever you do that prompts change, people around you will adjust. So if you want other people to stop using that word, you stop using it. The word doesn't have to lose power. It needs to disappear. Once it comes out of the vocabulary of the primary user, the people around will follow. Because just think, you go to a rap concert and the, and the main act doesn't use the N-word in his music. Nobody in the stands can use it. No one in the stands can can use it interchangeably with another word. They can't substitute it out because the lyrics are what they are. That's change. That's real change. And these small changes, the way you talk, the way you act, the way you interact with other people, these small incremental changes. They create a new path, a new perspective. So this young man, I don't believe that he should be tarred and feathered. I don't think this is something that he should have to live with forever. And there are a lot of people 
out there who believe that he should. It's a lot of people out there who believe that this man should never get a chance at anything. And I think that an HBCU extending a scholarship to him <clears throat> sends a different message. It sends a message that, that we want to teach you something. We want to show you something. Because this young man's from Florida. I don't know if y'all been to Florida. But outside of Miami, outside of Tallahassee, outside of you know small communities here and there, it's not that diverse of a place. So if he can go somewhere and he can get a nuanced perspective of black people, he may look at that word a different way. He goes to this school. He has a unique experience. He plays football. He gets a degree. He's around people who, who, who may use the word. But he'll also be around people who don't use that word. He'll also be around people who view that word as just as disrespectful coming out of his mouth as he does as one of his own mouth. He will get that unique perspective and it will change him as a person. See, he was dropped by the big school. The big school said, uh -uh. despite the fact that in their stands, the University of Florida, they're playing hip hop music. You go to every frat party on campus, they playing that music and they all saying that word. You go to every house party on campus, in the cars, at the tailgate parties, at the basketball games, all this shit. They're doing the same thing. But he goes to this HBCU and he gets a unique experience. And he comes out a, a better person because of it. See, that's all we can do is teach. You know, hitting somebody over the head and making them feel it forever, that's not how you how you create change. That's not how you teach people. That's how you foster resentment. See, people want to talk about, oh, no, it's the government, it's the media that wants to keep everybody divided. No, it's the people that wants to keep everybody divided. And it starts at home. It starts at home. And if and if all these record companies don't want to sign you because you don't want to talk about killing, drug dealing, nigga this, bitch that, then so be it. Crash it. Crash the industry. Build it back up and create a new one. Because the music ain't going nowhere. If that's one thing history has ever shown us is that there will always be a way. People will always find a way to get their message out. <clears throat> And the people will always find a way to receive it and consume it. But we got to take that word out of our vocabulary. Because it's not doing us any benefit. That having the word nigga in our vocabulary has not done one thing for us. The only thing it's done for us was giving us a way to disrespect each other. And it's given other people a way to disrespect us as well. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of seeing this hypersensitive, uh, I'm not even going to call it overly PC culture that we live in. Everybody's just hypersensitive. Everybody wants to take things to the next level. But you have to look in the mirror first. Change starts with you. 
So if you want people around you to stop using that word and not be able to excuse it, not be able to say, well, you use it too. I don't use it. You've never heard me use it. So I'd appreciate it if you don't say it around me. Most people will respect that. Most people will be on board with that. But if you running around talking about nigga this, nigga this, nigga that, and they uncork it and now you want to get violent, there's a problem with that. You've lost your right to be violent about that word when you use it without reservation. Because I've heard black people call their white friends nigga. I've heard it. I've heard black people who allow their white friends to use that word because they're so cool and they understand the context behind it. But I've also heard black people let their white friends use it and their white friends use it too much. And now it's a problem. So you have to pick a direction. You have to pick a side. Either you team no niggas or you team all niggas. Because I'm choosing to be team no niggas. I have to get that word out of my vocabulary. I have to. I have to start using it less because it is an ugly word. It's a very, very ugly word. It's a bad word. It's a word that we should have bushed as soon as we were free. When we started establishing leaders, we should have said, nope, we are no longer referring to each other as that word. That is the oppressor's word. That is the word of slavery. That is the word of segregation and Jim Crow. That is the word that we are no longer going to answer to. And that's the word that we're no longer going to call each other. And this is where we are. Over 160 years later. Right here. Fighting over that word again, but still won't let it go. You ain't got to call that man my nigga. Call him by his name. You ain't got to be in the rap song. The rap song got 16 bars, 16, three verses, you know, 48 bars. And nigga is filled, nigga is in every single one. You say a nigga 48 times in a song. Come on, man. We got to be better than that. We are better than that. We got to be bigger than that. Because you can see hip hop. Biggest art form, musical art form in the world. It has influence. So if you can influence someone to say that word. You can influence them. To have positive affirmations. You can influence them. To, to think differently. Walk differently. Talk differently. Conduct themselves differently. So if we have that type of influence. Then we need to be using it. For a more productive purpose. Not just for the world community. But for our own. Because. You, you can say whatever you want. It's kids growing up with this music. My parents, my parents from the 70s, 60s, 70s. So the music in my house was totally different. When rap was getting popular in the late 80s, late 90s, <clears throat> they didn't have not one ounce of patience for that shit. You want to listen to it, you go buy it. And you better put on some headphones. Because they heard the music. 
They heard what it did. They heard what it said. And I had another podcast last season that said rap music was killing us. And it is. And not only is it killing us, it's influencing the behavior and the thoughts of other people in other communities. So if we want this music to continue to be what it is, to be to to continue to be at the forefront of entertainment, to be at the the forefront of social perspective and change. Then we need to go back to sounds of blackness. We need to go back to a tribe called Quest. We need to go back to public enemy. We need to go back to these people who had something to say. We need to go back to the message. And damn everything else. I know you grew up someplace that was fucked up. I know you did. But your future does not need to be your past. You got rappers making all this money and all they can do, all they can do is rush back to the hood. You got young thug in custody right now, in jail right now on trial for Rico. He looking at triple overtime football numbers. And for what? Because he couldn't stop being a real nigga. We have to change the way we think we feel. We interact with the world and it can't be nigga this, nigga that. Because if that's what you call yourself, that's what everybody's going to call themselves. And that's what everybody's going to call you. So don't be mad when some kid is in his car singing those lyrics. You pull up to a light. You look over. It's a white kid in his car singing Nigga this, nigga that. Just roll up your window and look forward. Because you know what he's listening to. He ain't listening to Guns and Roses. He ain't listening to ACDC. He ain't listening to Metallica. He listening to Young Thug. He listening to Lil Baby. He listening to Drake. He listening to God knows who. Future, whoever. That's who they listening to. That's who they taking their social cues from. So I don't want to be seen as that. I don't want other brothers calling me that. And I don't want other people from other communities calling me that shit either. That's how you enact change. And I'm not placing the blame at the foot of black people. I'm just saying that we are willing participants in the grooming of other people. And we need to be cognizant of that. We need to be aware of that and we need to allow that to to take and we need to use that energy moving forward. So we change the perception of using that word because you can't call that word the most dangerous word in the English language and shoot it and fire it off every fucking day. You can't. You can't have it both ways. It can't be both ways. Both ways causes confusion and it causes turmoil. That young man should have never lost his scholarship. He should have never lost it. Because it's societal. It's where we are. So, love it or leave it. You can call me a coon. 
You can call me whatever the fuck you want to. But we have to have accountability for that. We have to be real and honest about that. We can't be the gatekeepers of the word and let it go. We can't try to keep it for ourselves as as some type of badge of honor when it's not. It's a horrible word that needs to fucking go away. And the last people who should be using it is us. Just imagine if our ancestors for one day could come to the year 2023 and see everything that has happened, where we are right now. How do you think that they would feel if they heard us running around calling each other's niggas? How do you think that they would feel after all the shit they went through, after all the shit they suffered through? After all the shit they persevered through, how do you think they would feel? Ask yourself that. So, thank y'all for listening. It's Friday. Man, I recorded this motherfucker about 50 times. I was on a roll the first time and and then I got interrupted. So, I hope y'all have a great weekend. I hope you do something fun with your family, with your friends. Um... So I love you. Thank you for listening. Hug your mama. Hug your daddy. Hug your kids. Hug your girl. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.